Hi, and welcome to the 12th episode of the Stronger with Selfie podcast. Today's episode will be a little bit different because the purpose of this episode will be to persuade you that it is possible to lead an active life even if you have a sedentary job. So, if you are someone who thinks it is impossible to be more active when you are mainly sedentary from 9am to 5pm, this episode is for you. Because what if I tell you that you can be more active even though you are you have sedentary work? What if I tell you that you can feel energized throughout the day without an excessive afternoon slump? And what if I tell you that moving more and eating more during the day will actually make you feel more energized and more productive and that you can start enjoying your mornings and evenings outside of work? Before I start this episode, I want to clarify one thing. I always had a sedentary job. I always worked in the office and never had a job where I needed to be active a lot. Even now when I'm coaching, I am spending loads of time sitting in front of my laptop, creating materials for my clients, reviewing their check-ins, so it is mainly sedentary. And uh, for the longest time, I used to think that this is exactly the reason why I am so inactive. That my sedentary work is the reason I am inactive, I am unfit and I struggle with overeating. Until I actually changed my mindset about it and I started looking for ways how to change my situation without having to change my job. So yes, in this episode, I am talking about my own experience. I understand the obstacles, but I also know how much is possible when you look for solution rather than looking for an excuse. So let's draw a picture here. You have a sedentary job. You are probably working nine to five or 8.30 to 4.30 or 8.30 to 4.30, whatever your working hours are. And you spend the majority of your time sat in front of your work computer. And the most movement you get is when you move your fingers over the keyboard or stand up to put the kettle on at work. You probably get home late in the afternoon, feeling tired and exhausted, even though you physically didn't do much, but that mental fatigue from working takes over and you end up on the sofa, eating your comfort food, and that makes you feel even more tired until eventually it's time to go to sleep late in the evening and repeat again in the morning. Of course, how you spend your mornings and evenings will differ a lot depending if you live alone, if you have kids or if you have other responsibilities. But that doesn't take away the fact that sedentary work is very tiring, uh, which sounds pretty weird when I'm talking about it. It is not tiring in the same way as the manual labor is. But that mental fatigue from staring at the screen for 8 to 10 hours every day, from not moving for hours and still having to be productive, is very tiring and often very exhaustive and very draining. Another downfall of sedentary work is the lack of breaks and lack of proper nutrition. If you work in the office, it's so easy to work over your break and not to eat the majority of your day. You probably fuel yourself with coffee or another tea during the day and every now and then you have a small snack of food that you found in your drawer or that cake that your colleague brought in for their birthday celebrations. Having a proper and proper and real breakfast and lunch? What is that? And then we get to the evening where you find yourself being so hungry and grab the easiest food you can find in the kitchen and probably overindulge in it. You barely ate that day and did loads of work at work, so you deserve it, right? Right? Well, what if I tell you that no? 
you really don't deserve it because this is exactly the reason why you feel so tired all the time and feel so stuck in this vicious cycle. And I bet that I just described the life and struggle of so many office workers. I worked in the office environment for about eight years and I talked to so many people and I saw this happening all the time over and over again. I struggled with it myself and I remember how everyone just jokes about it in the office. So it doesn't sound so miserable. So anyway, what if I tell you that there is a way out of this? It's not always easy, you will have to plan things, you will have to build new habits and you will have to choose ways that are uncomfortable at first, but it is very, very, very possible and I hope you are ready to hear it. First, let's talk about mindset. I mentioned earlier that I always looked for excuses rather than solutions and that is reality for a lot of people across all sorts of different situations. In this section, I want to briefly talk about fixed and growth mindsets. And I did a whole episode talking about this topic last week, so you can listen to it. It's episode number 11, Overcoming Your I Can't Voice with a Growth Mindset. Anyway, to apply it to this topic, if you keep telling yourself that you simply can't be active because of your work and that you can't change this, don't, don't even bother. Don't bother starting because this is exactly what is going to happen. You won't change it. You will stay where you are and you are the only one to blame for this, not your sedentary work. Fixed mindset is the comfort bubble. Staying where you are, not trying to change things and not looking for ways how to change your reality. If this is what you want, that is fine. No one can force you to change. But once you get to the point where you are willing to change and to work on your reality so they become better and improve the enjoyment of your life, that's when the change will happen. So yes, you have to be willing to change your habits, your patterns and the way you probably have some activities lined up now and you have to look for small opportunities during the day um, and how you can use them so they work for you. But it will be worth it and I promise you that you won't look back once you get into your new routine. So be prepared to change things, be prepared to fail and try again. Be prepared to step out of your comfort bubble and let's do the work. Now let's have a look at your activity. How can you increase your activity during the day? One important thing is to mention this reality check. Yes, you will never be as active as people who have manual work or people who move a lot at work. This is the reality of having a sedentary job, but that doesn't mean that you can't be more active and be an active person who has a sedentary job. One mistake that I often see people do is trying to change from barely moving to running a marathon every day and that is a nonsense. If you do this, you are setting yourself up for failure immediately. Start small. Set, your, set yourself a bigger goal but spread it into smaller increments and start adding more activity over weeks and months. Do you want to go to the gym five times a week, but now we can barely hit the gym once a week? Start focusing on going to the gym once a week consistently for a few weeks. Then increase it to two times a week. Then increase it to three times a week and so on. This can be done in a span of several months, several weeks, whatever works for you and your circumstances. But create a plan, create consistency tracker and start working on it. Try being at least 80% consistent of the time and measure consistency over a month or over a long time rather than focusing on measuring consistency over a week or over a short time. 
Also, hitting the gym isn't the only way how you can increase your activator levels. What worked really well for me and for tons of other people is increasing need. What's need? That is a non-exercise activity that you do during the day. Before I felt brave enough to drive in the UK, you know, on, on, on the other side, on the left side, I was using a public transport to get to work and I would get off the bus uh, one step earlier and walk to the office to get more steps in. And it only meant walking for four more minutes instead of getting off the bus at the bus stop that was literally in front of my work. Eventually, when I moved to, the, to Litchfield, where I live now, and I changed jobs, I was fortunate enough to have my office only 30 minutes walk away from home, so I would make an effort to walk to and from work every now and then. I'm not saying every day, but maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. So I would increase the uh, natural activity, so I would increase my step count. And I did this for... And I did this even when the weather was shite, by the way, because I found that moving a little bit before and after work simply makes me feel better. I am generally in a better mood, mood when I move more and I am more productive during the day. I mean, waterproof clothes and waterproof boots exist and you can always change your shoes at work. I'm not saying that you always have to walk when it's raining, but you know, when the British weather is weathering, sometimes you have to. Um, and if it makes you feel better, it is for the better. And I understand that not everyone is fortunate enough to work so close to your home. And what do you do in that situation then? Well, look for ways that work for you. Um, maybe you can go for a 10 to 15 minute walk before or after work. Maybe you can park further away from your office. You know, you don't have to park right in front of your front door. Maybe you can stop using the elevator and escalator and take the stairs instead. Maybe you can move around the office a little bit more. What worked really well for me was going out for 10 minutes uh, during my lunch break. Just a quick walk around the office building, getting away from the screen and the aircon air, breathing the fresh air, getting my blood flowing and being active even for 10 minutes. And trust me, it makes a huge difference. So if you can get out for a few minutes during your lunch break, please, you will notice the difference. And also being more active during the day doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym for two hours every day and hit 10,000 steps every day. No, being more active means you can be more active than you were before. Are you now barely doing 2,000 steps a day? Well, let's get you on 4,000 steps every day. Are you now comfortably hitting 4,000 steps every day and want more? Well, let's get you on 6,000 steps a day. Everyone's circumstances are different and everyone's goals will be different. Make sure that you compare yourself to your past self and set goals that are doable for you. It's so easy for me to hit the gym four to five times a week, go for a run and do 12 or 15,000 steps every day when it's part of my job. I work from the comfort of my home. My gym is so, so close to my house. I don't have kids and my family lives in another country and I manage my own time. It's easily doable for me. It would be totally unrealistic for you to have the same goal as me when you have to commute to work for an hour every day, when you can't manage your own time, maybe you have kids or you have other responsibilities and you also want to see your family and friends on a regular basis. So yeah, you aren't a failure if you can't meet what's easily doable for me. You are you, you have a different life, you have a different goals and your goals need to be accustomed to you, not to someone else. 
Also, when setting up goals, I recommend being very open uh, to constructive criticism of your current habits. If you are watching Netflix or scrolling on Instagram for hours every evening, go to sleep late at night and wake up late in the morning, don't say that you don't have time. You do. You just prioritize different things now, which is okay if you want. But if you want to change, let's. Uh, it is time to start prioritizing different things. So try to think about habits that don't serve you and things that don't make you feel good right now and consider how and consider how you can change them so they make sense to you and that you are happy with how you spend your free time now let's have a look at your nutrition right away i want to highlight that coffee is not a breakfast and that sandwich from the vending machine is not a lunch you have to eat enough and well even though you aren't moving during the day it is so important and i can't stress this enough nutrition is important even when you aren't physically moving your brain runs on carbs your brain needs loads of energy every single day how do you want to function and feel energized when you don't eat so let's forget about barely eating during the day and let's forget about overeating every single night because you are dead hungry and instead let's focus on eating enough throughout the day and guess what if you eat enough throughout the day you won't have that need to overeat every single evening and now this is exactly when planning comes into play i want you to start planning your meals and spending some time doing meal prep to make it easier for you I can't even tell you how many Sundays I spent two hours in the kitchen preparing as much food as I possibly could for the upcoming week. Yes, sometimes it was annoying, but it becomes less annoying when you don't have to do it every single day, but you only allocate those few hours to two or three days. So try to do that. Try to allocate two to three meal prep time slots in your week and try to prepare your breakfasts, lunches and lunches to work in those time slots. You don't have to completely cook them uh, if you don't want to, but pre-batching your food, cutting veggies, splitting meat into allocated portions and so on, so on, it can really help you. But what should your meals ideally look like? Well, the portions will of course be very individual, um, but I recommend focusing on using real ingredients and having lots of protein and fiber in every meal. To give you some examples, for breakfast, you can have overnight oats with fat-free Greek yogurt, your favorite fruit and nuts. You can prepare portion of, portions of the oats um, a week in advance and you can only add yogurt, fruits and nuts um, to those oats a night before. It literally takes two minutes to prepare this. Or you can have a breakfast tortilla with eggs, cheese, ham and your favorite veggie. Again, this takes about five minutes to prepare, but those meals have plenty of protein, fiber, carbs, and fats, and they will fill you and provide you with enough energy for the whole morning. One important note about breakfast, there isn't any allocated time when you have to eat it. Uh, you can have it immediately after waking up, or you can have it after two hours after waking up, it doesn't matter. Don't try to overthink it, do what works for you, eat when you are feeling hungry. If you feel hungry immediately after waking up, eat your breakfast then. If you feel hungry two to three hours after waking up, have your breakfast a little bit later, it doesn't matter. For lunch, it really depends on if you have access to microwave and if you actually like microwaved food. If you are looking for cold meals, you can try several salad variations, but different salads than you are used to. Uh, you can mix vegetables, boiled potatoes or pasta. You can add some protein sources like meat, eggs, 
cheese, ham, tofu, legumes like red lentils or lentils or chickpeas, and you can add your favorite dressing. The dressing can be homemade from yogurt, olive oil, herbs, and nuts. You can play with different, um, different variations and different flavors every single day or every single week. Um, if you don't mind microwaving your food, you can have literally anything. You can easily prepare meals for two or three days in advance by putting meat and your favorite veggies, herbs and seasoning uh, on the oven tray, mixing it together and letting the oven do the job. And then you can just split it into portions and add some source of carbs like potatoes, pasta, rice, legumes, sourdough, sweet potatoes and so on. Don't try to overthink it and look for easy solutions, for easy options. And again, don't try to change everything at once. Start slow. Start by eating a proper breakfast. Then that's easy to do. Start adding your lunch and so on. Another big thing I want to discuss here is uh, mindless eating in front of your screen. Look, I realize it's not always doable to eat your meal in the kitchen and not sit in front of your screen. You have limited time to have your break, but Try to do this as much as possible, um, as much as it is possible for you. And don't eat in front of your screen and give full attention to your food. If you have to eat while working, try to pay some attention to your food as you are eating it. Try to look at it when you are scooping it with your spoon or a fork and try to taste it, focus on the taste and texture of your food. And one very important one, eat slowly. With that, of course, we also have to discuss mindless snacking at work. How often do you have a colleague of yours offering you a chocolate or a cake or a muffin or a biscuit? And I have a big secret for you. You don't have to say yes every time. It is perfectly fine to say no, thank you. And I, and I know people can be nasty. And I had people laughing at me at work because I didn't want to have yet another cake or yet another pizza. But that is their problem and they have to deal with their emotions. If someone can respect your no thank you, they don't deserve any more of your time. I mean, why are we as adults even trying to pressure and shame people into eating something they don't want to eat? Why is it mandatory to eat cake only because it's someone's birthday? Well, but anyway, this that would be discussion for, for another day. However, if you want to eat that and say yes, I recommend having some allocated portions of foods like that that you want to eat. Maybe you are okay with a small piece of chocolate every single day. Maybe you are okay having it every Friday as a thank you for making it through the week kind of thing. Be mindful of portions and how much of this food you eat because it's so easy to overindulge in it without actually being aware of how much you already had, especially if you work in a large office space. So yeah, to summarize the nutrition, avoid not eating during the day. Have your breakfast, have your lunch and have a snack if you need to and if you are hungry. Don't starve yourself during the day because that will only lead to overeating at night. And yes, coffee or tea is not a meal. You need real food, not another cup of coffee to get you throughout the day. So yeah, we are getting to the very end of this episode. I hope this gave you some ideas and motivated you to perhaps include more activity in your daily routine. And allow me to sum this episode in four points. First is make yourself a plan. Set up a big goal and split it into smaller monthly and weekly goals. Track your consistency and uh, start with building your new habits. Second is start small. 
Don't try to change your life overnight. It doesn't work. Start by adding a bit of activity every week. Small changes result in big changes over time. Third is, remember that your mindset matters a lot. If you keep telling yourself that you can't do it and use your sedentary work as an excuse to stay in your comfort bubble, you won't ever change it. Look for small opportunities and small changes that are doable for you and that you can make. Fourth, be realistic. Don't try to set your goals by copying people on Instagram. No, your goals need to reflect your situation and be very realistic and relevant to you. You can't change everything, but what you can change. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's not always easy to start and make changes, but it is possible and it is doable. If you aren't sure where to start, you can get in touch with me on Instagram or Facebook. Links to both are in description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day.